Let's go, Big Daddy. Daddy Production Studios in beautiful downtown North Royalton, Ohio. This is the GLC. Phone lines open right now, 440-628-8145 and 440-628-8150. Now, let's get ready for Pinder, Carlita, who's always late, Joel Alvello down in Florida, Pickles, yours truly the Big Daddy, and the Italian staying, Chocolatey. Am I talking to you like Uncle Mars again? Because I am, this is so bad for my boost phone to try to get to these the things. I say we go back to getting together and having the, the, in the, in the yes. studio again. Yeah, I agree. That was going to be my first questions. Welcome in, Joe Avello down in Southern, my Southern Exposure down in Florida. Of course, Bill Bender at his Palacio office in Strongsville. How you doing, guys? Very good. Very good. Doing good here also as well. Got All right. Got my big match here. Yeah, ready to set fire to everything. You know, <laughs> let's let, let's burn this lockdown down. Well, now that now that they've opened back up the country, so to speak. Now, my question to you guys: I got two questions. Number one, when are you guys going to feel comfortable now? Because you can now go to the restaurant and eat. You can now social distance, uh, social mingle with each other again. When are you guys are going to feel comfortable about coming back into the studio? I feel comfortable if you get me a ride on there next week. Okay, good. That's one. Bill? It'll take a while. Okay. All right. Well, your your video is perfect, so I don't mind you not being here, although I do have to do it. No, I do want to be, well, no, I, I say I, I do want to be there, and as I look at the topic, and we're here, and we're gathering again today, it we need to hash it out and, and, and talk again, because I guess that is the big question that 
deals with me. I, I watch the reports. I listen to the news. I'm 65. So whenever they talk about the people that most have to be concerned, it's always me. Uh, I have diabetes. I'm 65. I've had two heart surgeries. Right. And I keep trying to convince myself. I was out all weekend, out at the islands. It was great. It, in a lot of places, you wouldn't know anything was wrong. Uh, people were wearing masks, but just as many people weren't wearing masks. And I look at this and I go, I'm, I'm at a real crossroads right now. Uh, my, my inner core says, that's BS. Just go out, be careful, live your life. And then the other side of me has been scared to death by by the media basically and all the experts and master good master bad master good they they cut off the amount of oxygen in your blood uh you don't need to wear a mask if you're outside and you're not six feet around anybody and i see people wearing masks and it's it's bs and i'm tired of it what do you guys what do you guys say how are you living your lives go ahead joe I'm, I'm back to I'm back to normal. I and I have heart problems like you do, Bill. And uh, I believe if I got this, it would be very severe for me. But I also was very scared for my kids. I think if they were to get it, I think they would heal just like ninety nine point nine percent of the other kids do. I mean, and of course, scary. But I've been out all over the place. I have gone back to living normal, and. Uh, and I'm going to tell you this, there are a lot of people living just out there living. I mean, and there's a lot of people who aren't. Um, I'm not saying any, and I, I can't get in the mask thing, because I'll wear a mask if I go to Mark's at the corner here in Brexit, or uh, to the Walgreens, everybody in there has a mask on. So I just don't want to, you know, I don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers. I'll put the, the mask on. I, I think the thing that's sitting there, I mean, who knows how dirty that is in the first place, throwing on my face, but I mean, I'll throw it on to appease the, the people i don't want to ruffle feathers but it's an ugly time in our society is going to come up because now there's going to be clashes over who's doing what and who's social this but i'm going to tell you there's a good fortune i've been on all sides of town of cleveland that people I understand and you're sticking up a little bit there uh uh chuck but uh, coming to you in one second joe but uh you, you mentioned the mask i gotta tell you I think yesterday was the first time I, oh no, it was Monday, that I experienced 85 degrees with that mask on with hot freaking, my own hot freaking breath. It was absolutely awful. I don't understand how women, you know the women over in India and everything, and it's hotter over there than it is oh, here. yeah. And like Saudi Arabia and stuff. And they, and and they got. Black, and they're black. Yes, and I mean, you know the material's black, so it's going to soak up the sun. It's going to get even hotter. And and they and and they are it, it, it gets hundred degrees there, and they are wearing full uh, outfits that come all the way to the feet, and then they're wearing the head headdress, and they're covering their face. I said to myself, God bless these women because I'm hot, and I only have it on from the time I walk out of my condo till I walk outside. Soon yeah, as I Marty, get outside, I take it off. You know, Marty, you do know the reason why women, and in the old days, and even now over in the third world, wear 
uh, petticoats and wear long and, and, you know, dresses and whatever. It's to keep the smell down. Oh. I'm serious. Yo, you are, you, in, in the old days in the West, no, that was that was the reason women wore multiple, multiple, multiple petticoats because of body odor. Really? Serious. Wow. Hey there, glad <laughs> you could join us. Yeah, she was bitching that she had to make money and couldn't come on the show. Yeah, I'm not, I was like, okay, how, make money. How, how's the how's blocking off that time between noon and two working for you there, old Carlita? Yeah, yeah. I actually had to work today because somebody had to come in on their only day off, which was today. Uh-huh. So I had to work on them. You know what uh-huh. I get? And this is nothing. And and this is nothing personal. But we were going to bring this up. It's it's interesting that after people weren't able to work for essentially two months, now that they're working, I'm hearing that they're bitching because <laughs> they have to work. Not me. I'm working. I'm not saying I no. I got my hair cut and it was funny. I'm sitting in the I'm sitting in the barber shop and I'm listening to them talk about how they've had to work extra hours and how it's been it's been grueling and how they're tired and it's like just shut the F up, you know? <laughs> let me let me tell you. Let me tell you something. I was pissed that I couldn't work on Sunday and I was even more pissed that I couldn't work on Memorial Day. Nobody wanted to come in on those two days. I was so mad. I was prepped, I was ready. I have n- I've been nonstop working, and I've been like boom, boom, booming with no problem. By the way, by the way, you weren't on when I asked. Have you ever seen the movie The Secret Life of Pets? No. Uh, when you do, you are the little white dog. It sounds like you. It has your personality. It is dead to right you, and it's it's the it's the star. It's actually of the movie. So if you ever get a chance, The Secret Life of Pets. That's you. I right, Car- Carlita. Well, I hate to say we, we were talking, not gossiping, but Marty told us a story that was very comical that maybe you'd like to share about your gas situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, not good. Wait, wait, wait. Was, before you start, Carlita, let me, Park. let me set it up for you, okay? Let me set it up for you, people. Where Carlita's salon is, it's in an intersection. And I kid you not, audience, there are three gas stations yeah. at the intersection of where Carlina Salon is. So when she when she has to pull out of her uh, little strip mall there, there are three gas stations right there. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Joe, I promise you I haven't forgot you. I'll come back to you shortly. But go ahead, Carlina. Tell the story of how you end up running out of gas with three gas stations right by your salon. Okay, so I was at home, and nobody wanted to come in to the spa because it was a holiday. And I um, decided to take Francesca to the park. So we took the dogs and Francesca to the park. And I actually got um, another car, and it does not show like a gas light. It just goes ding, ding. So I didn't. And we didn't believe it, did we? What? And we didn't believe it, did we? No, 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 no. I'm not like, you know, I'm not no, no, like. I said, uh, because you've never heard it. It's never happened before. So you didn't know how long you this had. Is, this is the third time. So I knew, like the last time I was by gas, I fill it up once a week. So I'm like, okay, instead of putting in like five bucks here and there, I just fill it up. So anyway, we were at the beginning of Rocky River of the Metro Park. I 
was going in and I thought, mm, as soon as we come back up, there's another gas station. Right when we were in the middle, it went, zoot, I lost control of the car. Not, it like went dead. So I like shoved it in a parking spot. And then my friend came, brought gas. It was so bad. We had to wait two and a half hours for help. And and so what what is the lesson we have learned, Carlita, about this? Um, I'm gonna get a jet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and absolutely. And by the way, when, when I go to Joe Avello in a second, look in the mirror and fix your hair. You look like you just had wild sex. Okay. Look at me. You want to see how I'm working every day? Look. <laughs> Hold on. I'll show you. So this is me at work. You ready? We're ready. Hold on. All right, we're holding on. There you go. We're liking this. Is how this. I look. Okay. Ready? Yeah, we're ready. <laughs> All day, every day, at the spa. You look like Dr. Renee about to perform surgery. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And let me tell you something. I have such a surprise soon that I can't share it with you yet. So good. And I'm so damn proud of myself. And I love what I do for a living. I love being back to work so much that I enhanced my Uh self. What? With something, not not my breasts. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say, why? You need I a know. bigger? She, she's pregnant. <laughs> no, that store's closed, Thank honey. You. Anyway, I did something, though, to like, I changed. It was just something new. I, I have something new in my life. So I'm just, soon I'll be able to share it with you, but not yet. Oh, All right, fan. Fantastic. No, I'm right. not getting high either. I don't get high yet. Okay. All right. Let, <laughs> let's uh, real quickly. Let's go down to Joe Avello down in Southern Exposure, who's been sitting here patiently. Hi, Joe. Joe. So, uh, so tell us about Florida right now. Has has everything opened back up in Florida? Are you still wearing a mask when you go out? Can you go to restaurants? Can you go to bars? What's going on down in Florida, Joe? Uh, well, hello, and uh, from Southern Florida, beautiful Southern Hi, Florida. Joe. Uh, Hello, everyone. Uh, so we've been having, first of all, a lot of rain. Um, and I think you guys are also experiencing that up there so much so that um, I have some new home repairs to make that just were put on the top of the list today. Um, but in, in addition to uh, everything pretty much being open, um, I don't feel, at least for myself, I'm not going to feel comfortable to go back out and do things probably for about a year depending on um how things transpire okay but this is this is the this is the preface is that um i see a lot of people that aren't wearing any masks at all and i see some people that are and i see people at restaurants and bars and nightclubs and on the beach and everywhere else that are not um using social distancing at all um and it seems like basically the floodgates were open and everyone has been pent up for such a long period of time that everyone is really excited to be out, which I think is great. But I want to sit back and kind of absorb and watch and learn. Um, our numbers down here, I mean, uh, are, are not good either. So, I mean, uh, this is as of today. They have a, a new thing that they did with, um, with the number counting and everything, and that's part of, I believe, what part of Bill's frustration is that 
it's good to wear a mask. It's not good to wear a mask. You really don't know what to do. Um, our numbers are a total of 865,738 people have been tested at this point. 52,634, uh, the test results were negative, uh, were positive. Um, 813,104 are negative out of that 865,000. Um, there's a total death toll of 2319. So we st I still have that same problem in my head that I need to wrap around that we have 21 million people that live down here and we only have not even 1 million people that have been tested. So to answer your question, no, I'm not in a rush to go out. When I do go out, I have my face mask. I have the actual shield uh, like they do at the hospitals. Um, some people acknowledge and with kindness when they see that. Some people recoil. Uh, if I see someone in a place that I'm going into and they don't have a mask, I just wait until they leave and then I'll go inside. Well, that, that's, that's nice to say when you're white guy, but when you're a big black brother, bald-headed brother, you know, me standing outside waiting on people to come out, that may not be a good look for me. <laughs> uh, Chuck, Chuck Galetti, Chuck Galetti you were, he was talking about not feeling comfortable and about some people wearing their masks and some people not wearing their masks. You've been texting me back and forth saying, as far as you've seen, because you've been out doing some things, that you're saying people are not practicing social networking, uh, social oh, distancing, no. right? It's been so unrealistic what you just said, Joe. I mean, I love you, and I love a lot of points you make, and I you know, your, your concern and uh, like so many other people's concern, I, I get it. But the, the reality of the situation is, you know, when the doors open, it, it, the party goes on. I mean, it, 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 people could be wearing. There's no way to keep six feet from each other when you're in downtown Cleveland. I've been down there. It's, it's impossible. Are you, it, are you it, it, people, some people have a mask on. Some people won't have a mask on. What am I going to supposed to do? Yell at them? Give them the finger? I don't I, I try to appease people. If I see other people doing it, it's like Thank peer you. pressure. I'll put the, the freaking mask. But the real, the realism of this thing is all that nonsense. I've been in. I jump in. Some practice. Oh, go, go, go. I, I hear what some you're saying. Some people practice the things that some people don't. No, I hear what you're saying, and I'm just saying for myself, I'm not going to feel comfortable to walk into some place. Probably it's going to take at least a year for me to be able to do that. That's just me. I'll go into a place with a mask, with my face shield, and I'll wash the groceries like we've been doing. I spray down things with bleach. They set for a little bit before we utilize them. If it's a bottle of this or a bottle of that or, or all the groceries or anything else, I'm going to continue doing that just for my own safety concerns. And not just for myself, but also for my family members, my partner, his mother. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to interact with people, but it just means that I'm going to continue what I've been doing. I'm okay with this. And at least I'll be prepared if things do spike again, which I hope that they don't. I really, truly hope that they don't. But based off of a lot of numbers that came in and a lot of the reports from the CDC, they are expecting that there's going to be a coupling with the regular flu season and also the COVID. So at least if I continue to do what I'm doing now that I know has been working, I'll be okay. I'm not judging people if they don't do it. If they don't want to wear a mask, don't wear a mask. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to be shopping around people that don't do it. All right, all. All right but let's go over to Bill. I sound like you wanted to jump in there a few minutes ago, Bill. Oh, yeah, no, I, I on masks, I thought it was neat. Uh, today, here at the office, I received this in the mail, and it had five packages of face masks. 
courtesy of the state of Ohio for the business. Carlita, did you get any of it? Did you get a, a, a package like this? This has a dozen ma or 10 or 12 masks in it. And I got five of these uh, and they're washable, they're cloth. And I thought, wow, I wasn't expecting this. And this is courtesy of the state of Ohio for our office and anybody coming in or whatever. So I didn't order them. I didn't buy them. Did you get Yeah, them? we didn't. We didn't get anything either. So wow. the mailman, he didn't say that anything was delivered, but we didn't, we haven't gotten anything at all. Wow. You want to know something? At the beginning of the crisis, when things were really hot, a friend of mine pulled through, and it used to be like getting a bag of weed or something, like when you're a kid or something, you're like all excited to get the, uh, <laughs> the, the space mask. They were so hard to get. I can't and wait to roll it up. <laughs> but it was like, it was like you, you, you had no idea, like, you, if you would be able to, they weren't going to be available. They're all over the freaking place. I got a stack of 30 of them sitting on my ironing board. Hey, How uh, many am I going to wear? Hey, Carlita, uh, just before you popped in, we were asking, uh, when are you, Chuck said next week he, he would be ready to go. Bender says not yet. I want to get your, your take on it. When will you feel comfortable enough to start coming back to the studio doing the show on Wednesdays? I mean, I was going to start a couple weeks ago. I didn't mind. I know you were. She and it, she was coming over two weeks ago. Yes. And again, I, I for, for my purposes, I know this, but I'm doing it for the audience. You know, are, are you comfortable now coming back to the studio to do the show? Yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem. I have something new going on so i'll be able to take wednesdays off all day so. oh, yeah okay this, this something new is fantastic i think yeah. this is great this is great salesmanship by uh carlita she's I selling us something that she's got coming new but she won't tell us we, we bated breath we wait will we ever find out if there's something at the end of this something new that's probably a 50-50 shot. But and, nevertheless, and, I like the idea. It's something new, and it's exciting, and it's going to be absolutely huge. You're like the president. It's going to be huge. It's going to be terrific. Yeah, it's, it's going to be, Chuck, it's going to be like that uh, that meet and greet that you and I as single guys that she's been, you know, going to put together for like a, a year and a half now. That's well, how now, it's going to be. Now, yeah, Carlina's got like 20 women that work for her. <laughs> and now what I get to do is my favorite thing, which is Have all of us. Anybody who knows what I truly love, Have I think- Chuck and I up, and we'll go to the spritzer. I think that the kitchen is huge for me too. So little like bistro things, like appetizers and stuff like that. I just, I'm excited for what I'm gonna be doing. Well, I'll tell you what, Carlita, real quick. I gotta give you a plug, okay, because I came by just to, I, I came by and I brought uh, Carlita some roses and her daughter some flowers just to say welcome back to opening up her business. This was sometime last week. And well, then, me, I have to, yeah, you told me I have to get over there. Yes, I, I sure did. And so, uh, she, so, so as I'm leaving, she says, well, can, let me, let me just, just give you a pedicure. And I go, oh, you know, come on, come on. So now she gives me a pedicure and I got to tell you people. I am one of these kind of people. I'm a guy because most women do like to pamper themselves, but a lot of guys don't. I'm just one of those guys. Okay, never really pampered myself. Now she you get, sound like Triv. Oh, I know, right? But I got to <laughs> tell you, 
you changed my mind because this pedicure that she gave me was the most amazing. My feet have felt, and I'm an avid pickleball player. My feet just feel amazing. And the thing that really startles me is when you file the underside of my feet and all this dead skin that came off my foot, it was just unbelievable. Guys, in in life, you got to pamper yourself at least once. And if you're going to do it, Go over and let Carmen Levy give you a manicure or pedicure. Now, I ain't, I'm not, uh, I ain't a manicure guy, but my feet, absolutely. And it was what, just what the is, most. What is, what is, what is, uh, wait a minute. What is a uh, a regular, to a regular customer, not Marty, what's a regular manicure and or pedicure cost? Round off. Um, Without a, regular, a regular pedicure is 45 That's not bad at all because I'm going to do it for my brother sometime okay, too. 45 Pedicure. And then, like a regular, like the gel mani is um, oh, forty-five. Also, now yeah. I do incorporate reflexology. Yes, she does. One of the pedicures, which is um, sixty-five, and then, but normally it's normally like in and out the door around sixty on an average sixty to sixty-five dollars. So people uh, should be in their mind round dollars about a hundred bucks. Little more plus tip for manicure pedicure. Like for you, it'd be like sixty. It'd be like not me. I'm just you, everybody watching this. You, and, you know, you and Chuck and Marty will never pay, and Joe will never pay. But how you long know, are when, your arms, Joe? Can you can you reach up here with your? <laughs> can you get your feet down here to clean with Joe? Lady, you said maybe I'm not gonna pay, but you've never. I don't know if you've ever seen my feet. They make my feet look like a model. But that's that's the thing. You want to make yourself look better. You want to feel better. I do. And you want to like uh, slough off all that skin. And, and I got to tell you, and, and Carlita, what she did was about maybe four or five months ago, she brought me some aloe vera gel, and again, it sat on my on my bathroom sink. Uh, where I got all my toiletries and shaving stuff and all that, and I never used it. And, and one time she 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 teased me and goes, "Well, I see you using that uh, aloe vera gel I gave you, and it just sat there." But then I finally used it, and it was the most wonderful thing. Now I find myself, guys, don't laugh at me. I find myself laying in bed now, and aloe vera aloe vera gelling my whole body now, my tummy, my arms, my legs. Let me ask you something, Marty, because I've known you for a long time. Yes. And this is a, and this is a, a consistent, and this is a consistent thing that I guess with um, all human beings at one time or another. But I got to ask you this, because <laughs> this just keeps coming up. Okay. When are you, I learned it a while ago, when are you going to learn that when your good friends give you something <laughs> or suggest <laughs> that you do something out of love yeah. and out of knowledge about you, whether it's a movie to watch yeah. or something to put on your skin uh-huh. or something to be healthier why do you don't do it it's thank you very much okay and it sits on the shelf or it's it, it sits or it doesn't get dealt with yeah yeah I, until a long time later and then we're always telling stories all of us chuck carlita you were always Bill. telling stories 
You know, we put this thing on the shelf, and I sat there for five years. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I developed cancer, and I just took it off the shelf, and I rubbed it all over, <laughs> and the next morning, the tumor was gone. <laughs> I mean, I can't help it. I, mean, one, I don't know why I didn't use this before. I know. I, I do that. I, 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 I sit there, and I have things. I have things that people give me, and I know I should be using it, and then I don't, and then I kind of forget about it. A lot of times I have to put stuff on my kitchen counter that's by my keys if I want to remember, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to do this, and then I can remember it, but for the most part, I always tend to forget it, and that's my problem. Chuck, you want to jump in there? Yeah, I think it was. There, there should have been a, like a, a public service announcement before she told you to do, use that thing. And tell you that, I mean, the way you described it, Bill made it sound like it was some glorious thing. I, I just envisioned this green, yellow piece stuff all over your body and your neck. I do. <laughs> I do rub it all over my entire body, and I do. I get the. Um, I get pure aloe, and I'll just like start rubbing it all over my body. People. It feels I'm not wonderful. To brag, but I'm going to be honest with you. My skin is the way it is because I drink so much water, garlic, and I eat <laughs> a good diet. But I drink so much water and I massage myself with aloe vera. Now, do you? Uh, the, I asked the other people uh, just before you popped in as well. Have you been out now that the restaurants were officially open on the 21st, where you can go now and dine in? Have you been out, you and Francesca, you personally, have you been out anywhere to a restaurant now to uh, to have a meal? Okay, no. no and, why I not? No. I, I haven't eaten. No. Only during I have, I have bought, I have cooked, like, for the whole month. I, we were eating around, like, 8 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock at night. We did one month like that. We were we were fasting for a month. Yeah. And then we um, came back, and I was doing really, really good with cooking on the grill for my children. They would come all the time, and I was cooking for the kids, like, all the time. Gotcha. On my grill, like, faithfully. Yeah, but it isn't because you don't want to go out to a restaurant. You're not at a restaurant. It's just you got food at home. Let me tell you something. I don't know one person that has the corona. My Aunt Carol, she passed away about a month ago. They slapped her with the high fever and told us that she was possibly with the corona. They got $26,000. This is a few hours away. So I went out there. I know not one person. I know business people that have had like a, maybe they know like there's been a couple of restaurants, they've had it. But to be honest with you, I meet a lot of people and I know a lot of people. My family knows a lot of people. A few friends of ours know a lot, nobody that we know. And a lot of them, they don't have signs of it. I'm telling you, I think we had it back in December and January. So. Going back to, I think that if you don't have a good diet and if you don't eat good, you don't drink good, you don't take care of yourself, you could probably catch it and pass away from it. But a lot of the people that passed, nobody on the news was just the normal average Joe with no medical conditions. Now with me, 
I have a real hard time not people not following what the government's telling us to do. When I go out, I have a really cute Burberry mask. I bought Francesca a Burberry mask. We wear them. My sons wear them when they go into the stores. Now look at the gyms. The gyms opened and people are not wearing masks at the gyms. I saw pictures yesterday again. So we, I went and I started doing boxing and I started doing some, you know, changing my physique a little bit, doing some new things. Nobody wants to wear a mask. Nobody wants to protect themselves. So I just keep myself away from certain places where it's too cluttered, like the restaurant. And, 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 and let me throw my, my two cents in and on the, on the heels of that. And you're not worried. I mean, if there is a concern, nothing personal to anybody here or anything else, but it's, it's not you that I am worried about to do the show again. It's Francesca. I'm worried about her. No. Fuck, I'm worried. No. Uh, uh, you keep Listen. You keep well, well, I Listen. I'm okay. worried about your kids. I, I, I wouldn't be closer than six feet to you because of your teenage sons. I, Listen. There's no way. And that's Bill, just I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, and I, and, you, and I expect, I agree with you, not agree with your opinion. I'm just telling you that, that might've been a nice way to think weeks ago. I might've agreed with you a few weeks ago, but I'm just telling you that's an unrealistic look to add it right now. And, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get political. I know Chuck's coming on. He's gonna be bashing to lie and he's all crazy, but God bless him. Now Chuck looks like a genius on some of the things he said. He was right out of the money on something. I don't, I'm not gonna go to that level. I know Joe's still with us. I don't want, I'm not gonna agree with Chuck on everything he says, but the fact of the matter is things are moving on. Your president doesn't wear a mask when everybody in the audience has a mask on. And the people he told to handle their states, like Governor DeWine is telling everybody to, it makes no yeah, sense. I, 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 wait, 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 wait. I love it. I love it. Here's the political part. Tell me, honestly, without being political, what is the problem with the president who gets tested every day, not wearing a mask? Well, I don't really give a shit. I mean, I well, you brought it up as a point. No, no, you brought it up as a point that somehow I bring it up as a point to show, the, to show the nonsense of people of, of us even discussing it. It's over. Less people. I mean, and well, people we're not testing. You're not testing every day. That's the problem. And I'm, well, yeah, I'm, but I'm just telling you, I'm the cat is out of the bag, and the American people will no longer put the cat in the bag, and not unless people start dropping dead. And no, when they I get healthy, I, they gave a statistic last week that everyone who passed away was over the earth, 70-some percent. Now, I got the hard problems. We got the hard problems. We're under 75. But 75 to 80 percent of the people that have passed have been over, like, 80 years old. Hey, hey, I mean, hey, that's hey, a pretty hey, good Chuck, Chuck, life. Chuck, I would love to Chuck, how about deal with this? 70 percent, uh, 71 percent of the deaths in Ohio are nursing homes, retirement communities. Another 10% in Ohio are prisons. If you take the total amount of people that have died, like 1,900 or 2,000, whatever it is, 
the truth is 80% are either in nursing homes, retirement communities, or prisons. What's that say about the rest of us that are out walking around, out walking around in the sunshine and whatever? That's a statistic that I just can't get through my head. The other statistic they gave too, I, I don't know, Marty, but maybe he wants to chime in. 20% uh, was the rest they said were very younger kids who yep. all recovered pretty much. Pretty Some of them didn't. You're going to have a story, but let's be realistic. I mean, you watch the same Jew commercials and you see these poor kids who have diseases and all kinds of uh, cancers and things like that. I mean, that's still a small percentage of people. It's very sad. It's very sad if you got sick from this or, or somebody dying anyways. But how about the other day, John Glenn's wife? She was 100 years old. She was yeah. 100. I mean, yeah. God okay. dang. Okay. I don't even know if I, I wouldn't even want to live to be 100. I'd be like, F this. Joe, Joe Avello, go. Uh, yeah, I mean, just a quick point because you both, all of you brought up some really good things. Um, and the part that I have the problem with is the people that are in a prison, the people that are in a nursing home, these people are being negatively affected as well as little kids are being nev negatively affected by the actions of those of us who are out around each other that we are putting them at risk. Not me or you or any of you here necessarily, but I'm saying some people feel like they don't have to wear a mask. They don't have to worry about being clean. They don't have to worry about what they do with social distancing. They can do whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want, because they're bored. They need their haircut. They need this. They need that. By the way, Bill, your mustache looks great. So just put that on a side note. Um, so, uh, um, and, but the, the, the part that I, that I have the problem with is that what I've noticed with these graph charts and everything else is that the people who are healthier and younger, they get it, they carry it, and then they, but this is the part that I have an issue with is that they're passing it unknowingly to the elderly and also to the younger. So the kids that are, the guys or women that are in prison, they're stuck there, they can't get out. And that's horrifying that it got in there. And it's horrifying that people are spending tens of thousands of dollars in nursing homes as well and their, their, their parents aren't even safe. So that's the only thing that I have an issue with. I know you're ready to burst, Chuck, I'm sorry. I'm not ready to burst, Joe. I, I, I love you, I find it very entertaining and I agree with so many things you say and I think we'd probably be on the same rep. But when it comes to this, I'm just gonna share experiences. I went to get my hair cut and I went to a, uh, I'm not gonna say what barber, it was a fantastic barber. Uh, no, well, if it's fantastic, then go ahead and say it. Well, no, I'm going to tell the story of like what happened, like how nonsensical was the wear of the mask in the first place. I mean, it was a it was an Italian guy, and I had my hair was standing straight up in the air, Joe, because I couldn't cut it for so long. I finally shaved that stupid beard I had. Somebody looked at me and they said I looked like I, I came from the Appalachians or something. It didn't come in. There was holes. I shaved it and I got my hair cut. Yeah, star and, uh, of mountain men. I call it yes. Mad Mountain Dean. I call it Mad Mountain Dean when yeah. it gets really. But there's holes everywhere. I'm fifty. I'm fifty-five years old. I still can't grow a beard. It, it's ridiculous. It, it's, it's the most asinine thing you've ever seen in your life. But I, I sported it for full warranty. So I, I, I cut the thing off. And but either way, I go to the barber and wear a mask. And it's an Italian guy, but my hair I had grease in it, like crew, because I had to comb it down. 
I can't the do the sand, or, you know, it's got the grease in it and whatnot. So he gets his daughter to wash me. She comes over like with a gas mask on. <laughs> Washes my hair. And uh, that was an extra 10 bucks. But then after I'm after we go through all this, I'm laying there getting my hair cut, and he can't cut around my ear. So he tells me to take the mask off so he can cut around my ear. Now I take it off for a couple seconds, but if this thing is all real and we're all going to get contaminated, I could have gotten the, the coronavirus. Now the other day, I went to a local establishment. I was with some friends who have been very, um, very strict on their kind of social distancing and staying around and whatnot. So you were in the restaurant, everybody's six feet apart, but you see friend, old friends you haven't seen in a while. And this one dude, he's really, he seems like a nice guy, but he, he's not rough or anything. He just seems like he's been around and he probably didn't quarantine, let's say. And he comes up and hugs both of them. They froze. What, I mean, like, what are you going to do? <laughs> People are going to do these things. If you go out, you better expect that those things are gonna happen. So if you really don't want somebody to come up and greet you who you haven't saw or shake your hand or how many hands I've shaken. You know, uh, I also heard this morning, uh, Chuck, I heard this morning that a new uh, symptom of COVID-19 is that you freeze when you're talking. <laughs> Am I freezing again, Marty? Why is no, the party no, telling me? Well, no, 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 no. You're fine for the most part. But here, here, here's what I can tell you about your phone. Your phone doesn't have enough megabytes. Of it doesn't have enough RAM. So when you sit still, you ram that phone, baby. Right. When you sit still, Chuck, and you talk, it'll be fine. But you are always and have always been animated. So your arms move and you're, you know, this kind of thing. And when you do that, the camera is trying to catch up with you doing these motions. And that's when it freezes. So I was going to tell you, Chuck, if you just sit still and talk, it'll be fine. But I know you and that just ain't going to happen. So I just let it go. But for the most part. 98% of the time, you're fine. It's just every now and then when you get really animated and your hands start doing this kind of thing, then it'll freeze for about maybe four or five seconds and come back on. I got, I got, I got something to add to your hair story, and, and this is just the inconsistencies, uh, Chuck. I go in, and it was uh, Royal Park next to Tribs. Yeah. There's a, there's a barber shop there, and... I mean, I look like a homeless person. Yeah, you did. Uh, Serial killer. Uh, (laughs) What we had to do, you could not call in in advance. You had to show up whenever you wanted to show up, like a regular barber shop, and they had outside a clipboard. And you signed the clipboard when you got in and put the time and your phone number, and then you were to go sit in your car in the parking lot. Just like if you were sitting in the barber shop waiting for the next next person. So they had you sit in your car and then when you were ready they called they called my cell phone, said, Hi Bill, yep, you wanna come on in? Sure. I went in. I had a mask on when I walked in. They were all wearing masks, but as soon as I sat in the chair, they took my mask off to cut my hair and my beard and whatever, and I never had a mask on the whole time. That's because the state of Ohio said that we have to wear protection 
And we are not allowed to take a guest if they have a fever. And I aimed this little and thing. Their- yeah, and they didn't check my fever either. So that's another that That happened to me first for the first time. I was at my brother's. Uh, guys for uh, uh, Memorial Day. If you remember this time last year, I had just had my surgery, colon resection surgery, and I was home and miserable and in bed, could barely walk and everything and couldn't eat a damn thing. Now I can eat whatever the hell I want. So I went a little crazy and went to my brother's house for Memorial Day. Now I'm upstairs in my in my brother's room and we're hanging out, talking for a few minutes. And then he takes this little gun and puts it to my head. And I, you know me, I'm I freak out when anybody put any kind of gun to my head, whether it's real, fake, whatever. And I say, "What the hell's wrong with you?" And he goes, "I got to take your temperature." That was the first time I saw that damn thing. And he, you know, click, and then he said, "Okay, ninety-eight point two, you're fine." And I said, "Man, that is scary." So when Chuck is talking about people freezing, it's funny when you see somebody now. You go to do what you normally do. You shake the hand or you hug them, but then you kind of freeze. Like, oh my God, I'm not supposed to touch you. And and, and it just changes to everything the way you've normally felt all this time. That's a Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah. Somebody somebody going to rob somebody in New York City and they pull out a gun and it's a temperature gun and they have to check the temperature first. <laughs> if they don't have a fever then they can take their money. That's if right. they have a fever they're I don't want to change the subject. I'll try to sit tight on this one so I don't move. Am I breaking up again? You're am good. I talking from Mars or am I nice and even? You're good right now. Go. Good. Now you saw that terrible uh I don't know if I'm not, I don't want to call it a murder, but the, the, the police uh, oh, killed that my. guy in Minnesota. George, now you've seen the protests overnight for that, and, and 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 I'm not even being a smartass, but Joe, when you add, when you actually look at the, the big picture of the world, is that we could discuss how ugly that was if you want to do that or whatever. I'm saying the people's reaction to it are the protesting now. Nobody's protesting with the six foot violation. Why should they? It, I mean, this is. The six foot and, and thinking people are actually going to follow it or get your temperature taken. You didn't get your temperature when you go to an airplane. Um, if you saw the BMV yesterday, those poor people, it's 90 goddamn degrees outside and they had to stand all the way down the street because they weren't open for a month and a half, wasted time or whatever it was. So they can't get there. They probably get arrested today for not having the right plates on because they didn't stand in nine hours of heat to get heat stroke. But the fact of the matter is the doors are now open, Joe, and and, and, and life goes on. There's going to be protesting. There's going to be – the president wants to convention. He's going to take away North Carolina's funding because they aren't going to let him have an arena. You can't, and you mean to tell me the NFL isn't going to play and they aren't going to have any fans in the stands? Yeah, I mean, it just ain't happening. I, Something's you, going to give. I, I saw a report that I'll come to you in, in just a sec, Joe. I saw a report that uh, the last I'm hearing that the NFL is is selling tickets to fans. They're planning on having a norm. From what I'm hearing, the reports I'm hearing, they're planning on having a normal football season with the fans in the stands and not worried about it. Go ahead, Joe. Let me ask you this, and this is on a slightly different, but it affects Marty. And what I heard today also on the NBA, the National Basketball Association, they want to switch it and end the season after, what, 70 games, 72 games? And I think that they came back and they said, if that's the case, the Cavs will have five more games to play. Who the hell cares? 
Well, Who the hell's going to go and look at the Cavs play five more freaking games? No offense, Marty. And I know, look at the birds. Right. But I mean, I'm the just, beautiful just, birds. Really. really. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about the NFL coming up. We can talk about what baseball's going to do. But what the hell does anybody care about five more Cavs games? And and that's the thing. See, uh, and, and we got uh, Chuck Booms on the line. We'll go to him in just a second. Lower the Booms every. Wednesday, 1245, right here on the GLC for Lunch Punch. Um, uh, with the games, here's the d- issue with the games. If they Right now, there's two. There's a couple of scenarios. There's, there's a scenario to go ahead and play out the rest of the games and then start the 16 teams that have made the playoffs. But there's another, and that is so that the teams that are going for the playoffs can be tuned up and play teams like the Cavaliers, which a lot of people consider as chum right now. As well as another a, a bunch of other bottom feeding teams, so they want to give the teams that were playing well before this whole thing happened time to play the bottom feeders, and then they will go ahead and go into the playoffs. But what I'm being told, what I'm hearing is they want to be done with basketball before football even starts. They do not want to compete with football. That's just what I'm hearing. So therefore. That's why that they may play some Cavalier games, but they may not. They may just go with the playoff teams and uh, be done with it. All right, let's bring in Chuck Booms. Uh, it, it, it seems like we've been off for forever. Chuck Booms commentary every Wednesday here on the uh, GLC for Lunch Bus. How you doing, Chuck? Hey. What's up, fellas? Um, you know, they've taken so long with this, the NBA. You know what? Don't really care if they come back. Really don't. Uh, there's no reason it should have taken this long. They never should have stopped all of basketball because Rudy Gobert had a temperature. I mean, nobody even really looks at the frickin' absurdity of this whole thing. How many guys in the league, by the way, there's a little trivia for you. How many guys in the league tested positive for coronavirus? Don't know. How many? None that I know. How many? Two? Less than ten. Less than ten, I can tell you that. There's some, some wobblies about somebody did, somebody didn't. The number was seven, but they, they're guaranteeing it's less than ten, unless you want to count Patrick Ewing, who doesn't play anymore. Booms, I got a question just to interject into Marty. Marty, are you aware of anybody in the Cavs system that works behind the scenes anywhere that has tested positive? No, and it's funny, no. you, it's funny you say that because I asked – we have our weekly uh, uh, broadcast meeting on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. And one of the times I did ask, I said, is there anybody from in, from the arena, Cavaliers organization, anything? And they said, not to, to their knowledge. And I would give that kudos to the uh, to the uh, the Cavalier management and the arena management. As from what I understand, there's been no cases of anybody having coronavirus that works for the Cavaliers or works for uh, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, the arena. And, 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 and one more question. Have they told you that you're going to be tested either for antibodies or, or the virus at some point? Uh, no, but I do know that we had, when I, I was just before we uh, got Chuck Booms on, I was talking about that, uh, that temperature gun. There, from what I understand, everyone has to get one uh, shot with that temperature gun before they are allowed to come into work. So they're going to, when you come in and clock in, they're going to shoot you with the gun in the, in the forehead. And if you are over 100 or whatever it is, you don't get to go in. Are they going to do this forever till time ends? Now, see, that, that I don't know because this is all well, because, new. Because when we're done with this bullshit virus that they're talking about, 
What are you going to do every year with the flu? You're going to have mommy waiting for me at the fucking calves gate to take my temperature? And by the way, do I have the right to have it taken anally if I want to? Well, the I mean, one thing, the one of, thing about that temperature gun is that... These are all on, bullshit things to make people feel safe. I think I've said it a million times. I don't give a shit how you feel. I don't care. If you don't feel safe, don't leave the house. But stop bothering the rest of us normal people with this bullshit. Taking my temperature, the last person other than my mother to take my temperature, well, it was a frat party and I was drunk. But look, I mean, the bottom line is that this is insane. What are we doing? What has happened to this world in two months? Are people crazy? You're going to take my temperature? Bullshit. I don't Listen, want you to. How's that? I still think that it's got a lot to do with the marijuana becoming legalized so they can make that all the money. Maybe. Listen. Listen. Maybe. So they can make back all the money by all of us buying the masks, the gloves, all this stuff that we have to buy, respirator masks. So it puts money back in. Do you like these pizzelles? Look how beautiful. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Did he just say, hold on a minute. Am I on, am I on a show where somebody just said pizzell? Yes, she did. <laughs> she did, she did. Yes, she did. I Shock. just made pizzelles. I made 422 pizzelles last night. Why not 424? Why not 411? <laughs> Because I just made enough batter to make. That sounds like to me. That sounds like. Hold on, hold on. I don't want. I don't want your pizzelle. Sounds like you did analytics. I don't want that. Mm, it's so good. It's made Chuck, with. You know what it sounds like to me? They're made with hemp oil. I think she's trying to smoke the national debt away. <laughs> they're made. They're made with hemp oil. Yeah, what a surprise. Well, why don't you, you get high? What is the way you know shit? What's the use of eating it if you're not getting high? Yeah, I just, you're already saying the nonsensical things. You might as well join in. That's right. I like, I like this, my tongue getting numb. The, is this part of the allure of going to Carlita and having your hair cut that you don't know how the hell it's going to come out because she's stoned on Patel? <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> Billy Morris is coming to me next week to get his hair colored. Mm. What's he going to come out looking like? And he, I went to his place yesterday, and I had opal, basil, uh, sorbet. Oh, my. What the hell does I an had, opal taste like? I haven't had something that good in my mouth in a long time. Hey, Chuck, uh, talking to Chuck Booms on uh, Lord of Booms. Chuck, have you been out yet? Uh, May 21st is when the restaurants opened up. Have you been out yet to uh, any restaurant to dine in since that time? I have not gone out to dine in, but I've been out every day since this bullshit started. I was there when the malls opened. I've been everywhere. By the way, let me just announce, Best Buy can kiss my ass. I advise everybody never to shop at Best Buy. They're run by some liberal pussy. They're not opening the stores to the public. You can make an appointment. I said an appointment 
I'm not getting my fucking nails done. I want to buy a washer and dryer, you idiot. <laughs> what you, I'm going to make an appointment? Yeah, uh, I'd like you to just frost the tips. And what do you have in dishwashers? <laughs> uh, I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. Um, I'm glad to see people overcrowding as much as they want to. Um, look, it's turned into what I knew it would turn into. I told you guys this for two months. It's the people like me that think it's bullshit. Uh, by the way, they've now concluded their their latest uh, uh, number on the percentage of deaths. The death toll in the United States is point two six. Why is that important? Well, it's fucking nothing. Number one, uh, they started out by saying it'd be six percent, nine percent, four percent, all over the place. Millions and millions are going to die. That was all a lie. Uh, so now it'll be point two six percent. Why is that number important? Because if you look up the average food deaths in the United States every year, it's .13. So this was basically a bad flu season, and we shut the entire fucking planet down. And until people start rising up, and I don't even know why people are even talking about it like it still exists. It's a fraud. It's a fraud. There's a reason, Marty, the Cavaliers aren't sick. With all due respect, it's not the Cavs did a great job. It's just the fucking flu. Yeah, I understand. It's the flu. Nobody, I mean, they didn't put Quicken Loans Arena under a bubble. Most people you know aren't sick. Or like me, I got it, never even knew I had it. And now I got the antibodies. So, big deal. They went down the road so far with this, it scared the shit out of everybody so much. It will never, never be the same with, we can't go back and go, hey, let's just go back. No, they scared the shit out of us, yep. and, and and it's bullshit. No, and no, no, I, you're, I, half, you're I, half I right. I agree with Booms. I mean, I, I've got to be careful, but I'm intelligent enough to know that if I see people coughing or I'm not going to go in, I'm not going to go places that are obviously risky at this point. I mean, okay, I'm not totally like it's total bullshit, but... It's not consistent at all. But it's it's nonsense. It's nonsense. I told you the one that you know the whole thing is nonsense. Well, let me, Marty, I've been waiting to give you this from last week. Okay, go ahead. And this is something you guys really need to hear. All right, Chuck, and we'll come to you as in a minute. I, as I have done on the uh, GLC, I've been your correspondent of truth, your <laughs> correspondent of facts only. So, as that responsibility fell upon me, I sat one day and said, who the fuck came up with six feet away? You have to be six feet away. I've joked with you guys and said, well, maybe it's three feet. Well, maybe it's, why isn't it ten feet? Why, you know, where did we get six feet? So, I did about 45 minutes of digging and research, and I found this out of a science magazine called Being Human. And it goes like this. If you live in the United States, chances are you've heard guidance from the CDC and prevention about social distancing. Per the organization's website, individuals should stay at least six feet or two meters away from another person. But the CDC is not the only word on social distancing. Oh, I didn't know that. The World Health Organization, those communist bums, they also have their own, as they recommend people stay at least half that distance, three feet or one meter. These conflicting recommendations are understandable. The WHO's 
three-foot recommendation originates with work done in the 1930s by Dr. William Wells, a Harvard researcher who studied tuberculosis and found that droplets, bits of spit, mucus, sputum, phlegm, and pitzels, oh, wait a minute, that can't be right, uh, emitted when we breathe, cough, or sneeze, and they land or tend to land within three feet of another human or where they're expelled. Now, why did, what's going on with the three feet? The three feet cutoff has stuck around for nearly a century, and to be fair, scientists have had no reason to doubt its validity. Other viral outbreaks and pandemics like flu, SARS, MERS, bird flu, swine flu, H1N1, were also transmitted through droplets. Seem to behave similarly? at least enough so that medical authorities around the world have never felt the need to update the guidance. Okay, so why are we six feet away and the rest of the world, Asia, Europe, Africa, uh, South America, why is everybody else Australia three feet and we're six feet? Can someone explain that? They're shorter well, than we are. Well, I have some information. Um, uh, it's nice to hear your voice. It's nice to hear your voice, Booms. I just quickly Googled it while you were discussing it. So I pulled up some information from the end of March of this year. Lydia, I don't know how to say her name correctly, an associate professor at MIT, has researched the dynamics of exhalations, coughs, and sneezes, for instance. The Fluid Dynamics of Disease Transmission Laboratory found that exhalations cause gaseous clouds that can travel up to 27 feet. I agree yeah, with you uh, the fact uh, of uh, that, that, that the other stuff is bupkis. Tom, and that's, no, no, that's I, a I, By the way, the, I, I left her out, Joe, and it's good to hear your voice too, but I left her out because she's a nut. And okay. every doctor around the world has left at her. And how she got an MIT is beyond, beyond me. The first question I would ask her is how do you spell MIT and see if she could get that right. Uh, look, <laughs> 27 feet is absurd. I can't kick a 27-yard frickin' field goal, let alone sit 27 feet. She was talking feet. about a fart upwind. No, yeah, she's talking I, about just a gaseous cloud. It could be, yeah, exactly. Gaseous cloud generally means a fart, but um, I, I, I've seen videos uh, of where they put someone in a room and they sneeze. That stuff goes pretty far. Yeah, those aren't the videos I'm watching at home, Joe. At any rate, um, uh, I will tell you there's stuff that flies at least 27 feet, and it's amazing. So, uh, at any rate, this woman that says a gaseous cloud... She's the same kind of schmutz that tells everybody, you know, one of the moons circling Saturn, Europa, it appears can support human life. Really, lady? Then get on a fucking rocket ship and tell us how it is when you get there. I want them to all fly to Europa around Saturn seven years in a spaceship, and they get there and they go, shit, we were wrong. It's happy as clouds. Well, I'm going yeah. to try to tra- I'm going to try to track down Lydia myself yeah. and see Oh, God, get her on your show. On. Exactly. Get her on your show. Uh, at any rate, so the six feet thing, think about this for a minute. Think about this, guys. Coming to you in if a second, we doing, If we were doing three feet, Chucky, everybody, I want to hear what you think of this. So if we were doing three feet, guess what? C 
Cedar Point's open, Kings Island's open, Cavs games are open, Tribe games are open, concerts are open, casinos are open. Everything's open if you do three feet. Why are we doing six feet? If something is up. All right, let's go to Galetti real quick. You've been trying to jump in there. Go ahead, Chuck. No, I, I, I think the whole six feet rule, and I love Bill, and I think I agreed with him. And Chuck, you know I have, and I don't want to harp on this, but I got a heart condition now. But I have been all over town since this thing, since they opened it up. At first, I thought you were over the top, and I thought you were really making some points that I didn't totally agree with. I just thought like everybody, I should be concerned just because everybody else is concerned. But the reality, I mean, I'm talking reality. Joe says he might not leave his house for a year. <laughs> Bill still said sitting on the fence. It is impossible to stay six feet away from people if you go yes. into life. It is impossible. I didn't say I, didn't say I wasn't going to leave the house for a year. I've been within a thousand people probably within six feet of them. Hey, Marty, Chuck just made the most important point probably since we've all been doing this together. So let me repeat it because it it's absolutely true. Right. There is no way for humans to interact normally with a six-feet barrier. It's not possible. That probably possible. makes sense, yeah. Especially but, at a strip club. It not only makes sense, what he said is 100% true. So knowing it's 100% true, what Chuck's saying is, he was out there, so was I. We're out at the mall. We're out socializing. We're out doing this. We're out doing that. And there's no way, unless they're going to put magnets inside all of us, and if you get within six feet of somebody, it repels you, there is no way for human beings to interact. I mean, what the hell are you supposed to do when you pick a buddy up at, his ho at your house? Tell him to get in the trunk? I mean, he's going to get, I'm going to pick up a buddy of mine, Mike, uh, and we're going to go carousing around town or whatever. He'll get in the front seat, you know, Ooh, unless, there's a note on the, unless there's a note on the front seat that says, why don't you try the back seat, but that's another story. But, I mean, you know, it's everything that we do is what Chuck said. You're going to be near somebody. You're going to be next to somebody. And to think we can live as a society or as human beings by staying six feet apart is absurd. And by the way, I've said from the beginning of this, Chucky, all I've ever said is, what about people like me, people like Bender, uh, people like my buddy Ryan down in, uh, off the coast of uh, North Carolina listening right now as he's got two hurricanes already for the season. I mean, what about people like us that want to go out and be around a lot of people? I want to go with a crowd. I want to be at a crowded Cavs game. I want to be at a packed concert. I want to do that. And I have my rights. I have life, liberty, and the pursuit of my happiness, and that's what I want to do. I want to know when these sons of bitch and politicians are going to let us do it. I don't know about you, Chuck, but one of the things I've said several times, I, I, I worked and I saw my son my only son, my only child, every day for years because I worked with him. I haven't seen him for like three months now. And he is afraid to infect me. Uh, I'm at the point right now where it's like, you know what? It really, really isn't worth it to me to live quality of life. If right. I can't hug and see my son... For Christ's exactly. sake, that well, you is know what, what you know what makes my life have value. 
Yep, that's right. You're exactly right. And you know what else it goes back to? It also goes back to uh, Marty Aid. In 1980, we knew AIDS was a sexually transmitted disease. Now, they thought it was only gay dude to gay dude. What they found out very quickly is gay dude to a gay woman, or it's gay woman to gay woman. And the, and the quickest way to do it is like a bisexual dude to a straight chick, and then a straight chick to a bunch of straight dudes. And the whole thing is, but here's the funny thing. We never went around and attached devices to our penis and our pussies and said nobody's going to be doing the, the hoochie coup anymore. They just said what? You know, and by the way, if you got that disease, you were a dead man walking. That's so true. We, here's what we said. Wear a condom. Do this. Do that. I mean, if, if I used to do it in my act. It was so absurd they were telling lesbian women to use a dental dam while they're performing oral sex on each other. Now, that may be one of the movies Joe watches in Florida, but I don't. Chuck, I got a question question about that. In that development, and then in for the the treatments for it, no cure yet for HIV, but at what point in that community was it okay and acceptable to tell others that you are positive or that you may have it or was it kept a secret for too long oh i would say i would say you know i lived in west hollywood most gay dudes were running around going hey how'd you like to you know pump one off with me by the way i'm filled with aids you know that's not exactly going to get you a partner but i think a lot of people did that here's the more important thing that went on they they put it out there it's scary as fuck you could die from it da 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 your favorite thing in the world, the greatest thing in the world, is having sex and getting your nut off. And now they're telling you it can kill you. And you know what ended up happening? People still kept on having sex. That's what was happening. And they said, oh, my God, it's going to spread all over the world. And blah, 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 blah. And there was an AIDS blanket that went around the country on a train. And all the liberals were like, oh, we're sewing another name in the blanket. <laughs> Pretty soon we'll have a blanket, they said, that will cover the earth three times. Blah, blah. Look, it didn't happen. The bottom line is, as Chuck said, you can't live six feet away from everybody. And as you find out with something as horrendous as HIV AIDS, you can't tell people not to have sex. They're going to. They might wear a condom. They might not. Go ahead, Chuck. That was such a crazy time. I'm glad you brought that up, Chuck, because no one knew at the very beginning and back then, I wasn't old and washed up, and I actually had, got some action once in a while. Oh, dude, you, were, you, you were coming out where I was DJ, and you were getting plenty of action. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I was, but I remember every time I get a cold sore or something, I was petrified because right. the world was for, for like right. about a summer, I think it was. And then it, it came out that, you know, uh, it, 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 certain people were getting any wear protection, but I wear protection and then magic gets a and and you look know, he looks better than larry bird yeah well, wow. I, well magic's a good friend of mine by the way and he was on all kinds of experimental drugs from germany back in the day his wife cookie and he used to sit next to me at the la king's hockey games and uh you know great dude i'm still a little sketchy on how he got it but uh I do think Isaiah Thomas may have been involved. But, hey, you didn't hear that here. <laughs> At any rate, you know, 
Why would I say something so inflammatory? Just because they tongue kiss before every game. But at any rate, so um, do you remember, Chucky, they used to say back at the beginning, Joe can, can chime in on this, too. There was Everybody was so scared of us, don't touch a doorknob. Don't go in a public bathroom. It can be transmitted. It lives on surfaces. It's this, it's that. You know, it wasn't that it was just with, uh, you know, semen. Uh Seaman. It was What's also that? with the army. It, it was also with the magazine. army and the marine. What's that? It was on the cover of Time Magazine. All the news stations were talking about. We were petrified, but they didn't yeah. close down the schools and stop all the sporting events. No, they didn't do that. But I do want to answer. I do want to address your question, Bill, uh, from earlier. You said, "When was it okay to say if you had it or have it?" It still isn't. Uh, there's stigma in the gay community that if you let someone know or someone finds out that you do have that, that you are going to be looked at unfavorably. And, and I'm going to share a little personal story, and not very many people know this, but this is a long time ago, probably, gosh, 15 years ago. I was with someone who had it, did not know about it until after the actual incident. Um, and that's when the person told me that they did. So um, that was a mistake Ouch. that I made 15 years ago. Luckily for me, knock on wood, still HIV negative. Uh, but it doesn't make a difference to me. But the fact is, is that it's not socially acceptable. It never has been. Do you remember the acceptable. first thing that you said to that individual? What is the first Absolutely. thing that you said to that individual? You have 10 said, minutes to live. <laughs> well, no, I didn't do that. I, I approached it in a different, more philosophical way, just like I do now. I said, I don't think that it was right for you not to let me know ahead of time. I wouldn't have not been with you if you did tell me, but I would have liked to have known before. And I think personally, from my perspective, that it is someone's right or responsibility to let someone know if they do. Um, and usually it will not negatively impact whatever relationship that they're going to have. Uh, so it's one of those things where I agree with you, Booms, completely. Uh, back in the day, it was this, that, and the other. And this, I think, is another step in control and regulations and new rules for something new. It's that, that, the HIV thing was the one thing. Now this is another thing. And there were, we know that if those, this has been happening our entire existence, that there's more rules, more restrictions, more everything. And there's supposed to be no rules or restrictions. Generally, That's right, baby. Ideally. So, um, uh, well, that's part of the little document called the Constitution, and I prefer to live my life as a United States citizen by that document. And I've done it my whole life, and I intend to do it till I leave this earth. And the fact that I resent these psychotic governors, and <clears throat> I hate to tell you, they're almost all... Well, here, I have a little thing for you, Joey, that will go along with that. These are the ones telling you... What you can do, what you can't do, and you can't go out. New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, PA, Cali, Michigan, Illinois, Louisiana, Connecticut, Minnesota. Oops, those are all run by Democrats. Here's where you basically have gotten some of your freedoms or most of them back. Texas, Florida, Arizona, Tennessee, Missouri, Ohio, Indy, South Carolina, Alabama, Oklahoma. Oops, those are all Republican states. Look, it's definitely political now. There's no way to get around it. That brain-dead buffoon Biden showed up. He looked like a freaking guy with a suit of armor on. 
at a Memorial Day supposed celebration. I thought he was going to uh, Kurt Cobain's funeral and that outfit. <laughs> All black suit, a black mask, black sunglasses. I said, Jesus Christ, he's a roadie for Johnny Cash. He looks stupid. Uh, I mean, I'm, like if we're going to go down that road, I have, and Trump, I have and no so what you have is Trump, Trump people like me will never wear a mask. Let me be clear. You have to hold me down with the Steelers' offensive line and strap it on me. I will never put on a mask because it's my right not to. I don't want to. I don't have to. And I will never. And then the other side is I'm scared of my own shadow, and I'm going to wear one. And that's it. And that's where the country is. Chuck Booms commentary every Wednesday right here on the GLC for Lunch Bun. Chuck Booms, your final comments for the week. Final comments for this? I always love to leave you with a tasty little stat. By the way, on the sex thing, and then I'll end with my stat. On the sex thing, I say to everybody out there, if you had syphilis and your dream was to get with Halle Berry and some reason she said, I absolutely want to be with you, would you have her in the middle of a great kiss? Way I have syphilis. <laughs> you think you might let that ride? I know I would. I know that I would if if that were the case. Uh, oh, we lost him. But, well, anyway, Chuck Boom's commentary right here on the GLC. Let me tell you guys about. Goldberry Roasting Company. That's the thing. It's been COVID nineteen. It's been the coronavirus. Everybody's been in their houses, and, and everybody wants to get hold it. Let me get the Chuck. One second, Chuck. Let me do commercial, and then I'll let you finish. We we lost you there for a second. But Goldberry okay. Roasting Company. GoldberryRoasting.com. GoldberryRoasting.com. The best part. I went out and played pickleball today. It was fantastic. Went out and played from seven to nine. Then came back to the house to fin- to start doing show prep for the show. But I was as, as excited as I was to do the show with all my buddies and Bender and Carlita and Pickles and Joe Alvello and Chuck Galetti and Chuck Booms. I was more excited about Kenya AA because I knew I was going to go ahead and make me a pot of coffee and not just any coffee. Kenya AA, people, I'm telling you, if you got up and go, has gone and went, you get yourself some Goldberry Roasting coffee. GoldberryRoasting.com. If you want any questions you got, just talk to Pete. Pete at GoldberryRoasting.com. Pete at GoldberryRoasting.com. If you are a small business, big business, and you are your, your business is sales and you got to close the client, and you know how clients are. You bring them into the big conference room with the nice long table and the nice view. To close the deal, get them some Goldberry Roasting Company coffee. Try the Kenya AA. Try the Brazil, and it got lots of other flavors. Goldberry Roasting Company. Pete at GoldberryRoasting.com. Goldberry Roasting. Ooh, that's some damn good coffee. All right, back to Chuck Boone for his final comments. Go. That was fine. That was pretty fun. That was a great read, by the way. That was Thank funny. You. I said, here's my stats, and all of a sudden it cut me off. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> all right, so here we go. So here's the biggie. Um, the total percentage, everybody write this down and follow me with it. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. The total percentage of American citizens living in nursing homes and or assisted living, okay? So that's all of those put together. Nursing homes and or assisted living, any type of those type things. And, and by the way, I guess it would include hospice probably, uh, but any of those things, because we know when you go in a nursing home, you're not coming back out. 
if you don't check in for a week and go, yeah, I think I'll go back and live with my kids. Uh, so <laughs> nursing homes and assisted living, the total percentage of, the, of American citizens living in that situation is 1.8%. 1.8% of the population live in nursing homes and or assisted living facilities. However, the people that live in those, I think, awful conditions uh, account for, are you ready? Are you holding your breath? 42% of all COVID-19 deaths. What does that mean? We're about to hit 100,000 deaths, which I think is a fake number because they include probables. And last time I checked all the data people, they hate the word probable. So at any rate, we'll use their 100,000 number. What does that mean, guys? That means that 42,000 of the 100,000 are older people who are sick, who have other conditions, and are in nursing homes or assisted living, where, as I've said from the beginning on many a rant, sadly, they are going to die anyway. They are old, they are infirmed and they are in these facilities for a reason. So what does that tell you? It tells you that we crushed the greatest economy in the world. We crushed 30 million innocent people. Innocent people. Take, for instance, today, Exo Steaks. Anybody been down there downtown? Yep, one of the done. best steaks. One of the best steaks I've ever had in the country. They're done. They closed today. The guy said we simply could not recover from what happened. Where does he go to get his life and his business back? He doesn't. So we shut him down, put 40 million unemployed people on unemployment that were working in the greatest economy in the world because 58,000 people died. Hey, that Chuck. Is hey, a joke. Chuck. Uh, yep. Chuck, uh, before you got on, yeah. we touched on the stat that came out, what, the end of last week, that here in Ohio, the deaths, 70%, plus then if you add the prisons, 10%, we're looking at 80% of the deaths in Ohio are from that group. The retirement homes, the yep. nursing homes, and prisons. That's in Ohio. 80% yeah. in Ohio. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. And uh and think how many people have lost their jobs, their livelihood, whatever. Here's the one that will stagger you, Marty, to your knees, and then I'll jump. In Pennsylvania, there are now more recorded deaths from March till now, more recorded deaths from suicide than uh, coronavirus. Wow. More deaths in Pennsylvania. From, so that's not counting drug overdoses, all the other horrible mental illness things that are going on. More deaths from suicide in Pennsylvania. And the only thing I could say is if you look up the health director of Pennsylvania on your phone and look at that thing's picture, that had to account for more than half the suicides because the health director of Pennsylvania is a transvestite. Whoa. And if you want to oh, see some, it looks well, like, well, oh, well. oh, I swear to God, it looks like Tim Conway in drag. <laughs> Chuck Boom's commentary every Wednesday right here on the GLC as we lower the booms. Chuck, love you, my brother. We Tim will talk to you Conway. next week, okay? 
Yeah, I love all you guys. Uh, again, special Memorial Day wishes to everybody out there who served this great country, gave their life so that we could have a better thing and not this. Or as I said on Facebook, I hope they didn't give their lives so that we could stand six feet away from everybody, destroy all young people's lives, wear stupid masks, and be ruled by unelected bureaucrats. We owe those people who gave their lives a hell of a lot better than what we're doing now, and especially those who are still serving now. And I went to my dad's uh, gravesite, put a flag, and I was so sad that he served in the U.S. Navy 26 years, was in the Pacific, in the Battle of Midway, all of these big things, to give a better life to his kids and his grandkids and everything else. And look how we are treating what all those people did. Think of those young boys running up the hill at D-Day that never even got to the beach and they were gunned down. They gave their lives. They knew they could die. They knew they were probably going to die. But they'd do anything for the United States of America. And the best we can do is Joe Biden showing up with a mask on like a buffoon. We ought to be ashamed of ourselves. Chuck Boom's commentary. We'll hey, talk to you, my friend. Chuck, before you go, how's your eyesight doing? Uh, well, I told you about that movie I just had on where, the, you know what, went 27 feet, so it's getting better. Yeah, oh, good. Excellent. All right, Chuck. <laughs> Chuck Thanks, Boom. guys. Uh, Love you. See you next week. You got it. Chuck Let's Boom's commentary it. right here on the GLC. Real quick, real quick promotion. We've got uh, the GLC audio available to you every week on Google, Apple Podcasts, iHeartMedia, Spotify, all the major streaming. So if you want to catch the show, obviously you can catch the uh, the video of the show uh, on Facebook and, of course, at RogueRadioNetwork.com. Don't forget Podcasting Dangerous with my man uh, who runs the Savage MMG Network, Bishop Savage. And, of course, pa- uh, Gary Lee is on every Thursday now from 6 to 8 p.m., I believe. they got a lot of shows, a lot of good shows over there at the Savage MMG Network. But Podcasting Dangerous comes on every Thursday. They're for your Generation Xers over there. Okay, a lot of stuff with the UFC and the WWE and uh, the CBD dude. I love that guy. <laughs> That's a great show. That's Podcasting Dangerous and the Savage MMG Network. All right, we're going to go around the horn, and we're going to check in with everybody for your final comments. First, we'll go to Joe. And Joe, as you do your final comments, uh, tell people about your new show that we caught, that I caught uh, on Sundays, uh, My Southern Exposure. Joe Avello, your final thoughts and a quick promotion for your show. Go. Well, thank you very much for that. Um, uh, basically, uh, My Southern Exposure had its first episode. And um, at this point, Raji was, was on, on the there again. Monday. Looking good. Yes, Raji was definitely on there. Yeah. Um, already had over 300 views in less than 48 hours so i'm very excited very happy we're planning the next week's show when we have it's going to be on every sunday we're going to be having live entertainers working from their homes safely we're going to be having politicians uh as well as local business owners um and people all across the united states are going to be putting in their two cents worth um and uh that's pretty much about it so i feel very blessed and thankful that our message got across to uh, at least that many people uh, for a good start. Um, and then I do want to make a comment about the Pennsylvania governor because she's very handsome. She's a very handsome girl. Okay. Um, but I think I think the I think the um, uh, the um, my buddies in it, it, uh, would 
definitely um, not agree with what Chuck said. <laughs> Tim Conway, Joel Bello, My Southern Exposure, down to Florida. Make sure you catch his podcast every Sunday night from six to eight p.m. and just uh, just like the page My Southern Exposure, and you can or, or uh, like Joel Bello, uh, friend him on Facebook, and you can get all his podcasts. All right, let's go over to Carlina from Lasage Salon. Carlina, at the end of your uh, your final take, give your phone numbers out for Lasage Salon because I know business has been brisk over there. Go. Doing very well. So I just want everybody to stay safe until we uh, see each other again in person. And uh, I hope everything does. I don't know what type of normal we could ask for to go back, but I pray that it gets better. And hopefully we don't have too many, uh, you know, positive tests. But I think that the um, the best that we could do is just try to stay a little distant and try to, uh, like even with my business, I have to cut back and not have my workers be in work right now. And I'm just working by myself, working on all my guests. So just wish all of you guys the best. And I miss all of you guys. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. And if you ever want to come in for a pampering session, I'll wear my mask. I'll be protected for you. And our phone number is 440-444-8827, seven days a week. All right, and don't forget, uh, Ace Hardware, Home Depot, go get that gas can. And don't let your, you're a pretty woman, don't ever let your gas go below a half a tank of gas, okay? <laughs> you know what, though? I almost started smoking weed with all the people that were in the Metro Park that day. <laughs> Francesca, the dogs, and myself were the only ones in there not getting high. The whole, it was packed. <laughs> the park was packed and everybody had a bag. Oh, oh my gosh. Carlita Renee from Lasad Salon. And that phone number one more time? 440-444-8827. All right, let's go over to my rich Republican, Bill Bender. Your final thoughts for the week. I guess what I'm thinking about most uh, this week and, and moving forward after being out this weekend and out by the islands it was hard to really tell that there was any problem going on. There were masks being worn, but it was hot. It was sunny. Oh, it was hot. And, and, and all the reports are that the virus dies in the heat and the sun. And and we're now getting into summer. And we, with that information, there's some governors that are saying you can't be on the beach. Or if you're on the beach, you can't go in the water. That's, that's so stupid. But anyway, where, where I leave it and what I'm really thinking about, and I've been asked many times, and I'll ask everybody here, we sort of asked it, is do you feel, do I feel confident about going places with crowds moving forward this summer, uh, i.e. an Indians game, I'm a season ticket holder, or going into a Cavs game, or going to... Uh, uh, a flea market or anything like that. And I like to think of myself as kind of progressive in that way, even though I am kind of a, uh, a conservative. I, I don't feel like I would want to take that chance. It would be like, why would I want to go to a movie? Why would I want to go 
to a concert? Why would I want to go to a baseball game? And I keep coming up with the same answer right now, which is I'm trying to prove to myself that I'm not afraid. Right, right. That's that's what it comes down to. It doesn't come down to I really want to go. I really miss being at the Indians and paying 12 bucks for a beer and getting a green cold hot dog on, on dollar dog night and 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 not being able to find a place to park and having to park like, you know, 12 blocks away and and all the BS that goes a lot waiting in line for your food and then you get your food and it, it's just I look at that, I'm an older guy now. Maybe if I was still 15, 20, 25, I I would find interest in doing stuff like that. Right now, I'm like, I, I really honestly can't see me going to any live sporting events for a long time. One, it's not worth the risk, and it's not like I'm really scared. I keep telling myself that. But I think it's like, you know, there's a lot of BS you got to put up with <laughs> and you got to do. And if now the lines are going to be longer, if anybody went to an Indians game last year, going through the metal detectors, the lines were 300 people long <laughs> trying to get into the game at the beginning of the game. Right Now... You're talking all the way back to Public Square with a line trying to get into the ball game. Right. Being a little bit facetious, but it's not worth it. It's not worth the BS. Right. You know, I mean, I'd rather stay at home, watch it on TV, have a friend maybe over, uh, even go to a local bar, even if I have to put a mask on, which is stupid anyway. Right. I think that's going to go there. But Bill, anyway. Bill Bender, White House Marketing, and of course, Radius Communications. All right, let's go over to our, our cleanup hitter, Chuck Letty, the host of the show. Chuck, what do you got? All right, I'm going to keep this quick. I think uh, the, the things that I took away from the show today, and I hope Joe's still on because I think uh, one was the great Chuck Booms calling the mayor of Pennsylvania, I believe, Tim Conway. <laughs> and Carlita has blamed the whole coronavirus on the uh, legalizing Weed. I know. I saw you laugh your ass so, off. <laughs> if I had to take the two highlights of the show of what I heard and what I've learned and really actually made me stupider as a human being, <laughs> those could have been the two things I take away. Um, I, too, heard a lot of great things. I'm glad everybody's doing well, and I think we had a great conversation. This is going to change everything week. Uh, I will never be a Trumpster, as you know, but I think it comes down to the fact that people are going to now take sides. There's going to be a group of people who are going to lead, lead, lead their lives, and there's going to be a group of people who don't. And I think they're going to clash, and the people are going to make this political. Yesterday, $30 million was giving a federal aid money to uh, the Cuyahoga County Courts to make their courtrooms corona-safe. That's the biggest bullshit in the world. <laughs> so I don't have the answers. I wish everybody the best of luck. I want to call my bet off because even though I'll never become a Trump screaming mascot and going, around and going around people, I will say this. Joe Biden is forfeiting 
So I don't think he's capable to hey. even make it to the finish line. God bless the man. Let Old me man let, Joe. Let, let, wait, I, I, stop, stop. I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish, but I got to put this in. And that is that I really hope, honestly, that people like you and me, we can have discussions. But when we talk about uh, politics, the honesty of who do you really want? Not anybody but Trump. I, 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 I want to get beyond the anybody but Trump and deal with what the other side is going to give us. If it's Biden, I think they should give us somebody else. But if well, it's exactly. Biden... I'm going to tell you this. Uh, Bill, I'll agree with you, and I, I don't want to get political out of I agree with you. It would be, at one point in my life, anybody but Trump. But now the Democrats have come up with no one. And these picks, he said on an interview yesterday, his, his vice president uh, nominee was going to be Latinez, which means a, a, I never even heard the term years before. I guess that's a female Latino. She's, she might be Latinez. So now he's forcing himself to pick a black woman, or a, which I'm not against, but it should be the most qualified person to be the vice president. Oh, stop. How many people in this country believe that Joe Biden would last four years as president and the vice president wouldn't be president? Honestly. The elephant in the room. That's huge. Yep. Yep. And he's going to make his pick political. So I want to back out of my bet. We could talk about that. We got a long time to the election. Everything's going to change. We're going to get more freedom. I love seeing everybody today. I'm going to go out and enjoy the rest of my day. I'm glad I'm going to go out with my kids. I've been fortunate, Bill. I, I know it's going to be tough not seeing some of my daughter and my one son. My one son lives in Hoboken, New Jersey. He's been like quarantine kind of deal. They really won't let you go out there. And then my two daughters live with their mom and her boyfriend. And I, I see them, but not, not as much as I would have liked to. They would have been playing sports. I would always go to their sporting events and whatnot. But at first, I was even afraid to, like, hug them and stuff because, you know, I didn't want to get their uh, grandpa anything. But now times have changed. They're going everywhere. These kids, I'm telling you, the school was a joke for them. They go sleep at their friend's house. That's what why, going hey, Chuck, on? Chuck, 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 honestly, and I don't necessarily, I mean, I don't like it, but that's exactly why you have to watch Hugging Them Now. It's because they are going everywhere. They are doing everything. They are probably asymptomatic, and they probably could easily pass it to you without even knowing it, and then you die. So that's... that's, yeah, that's before when I believed in it, before when I believed this is this contagious and this many people were getting it, I would have agreed with you. And I would have been well, I'm going to say but that's now, the case. My views have changed. Well, that's the case, and my views have changed too, but a lot of my views have been my frustration and my frustration saying, if I have to live like this, I don't want to live like this. And that colors your opinion of making, you know, uh, right, quote unquote, right decisions. It's right for you and the way your mind is and mine is, but it's like, if I have to live the rest of my life like this, not hugging my son, not seeing my son, not doing the things that make me happy at this age, I don't want to live. Chuck, well, 
Go, uh, no, you just pulled the sink about it. Listen, that was great talking to you guys. It made my day next week. I hope to be in the studio. If Carlita comes to get me, Marty, I'll be in the studio. Fantastic. Chuck Galetti, Bill Bender, Joe Alvello from Southern Exposure. Don't forget he'll be on Sunday night, 6 to 8 p.m. Just uh, like my Southern Exposure or just friend Joe Alvello, and you'll get uh, uh, notifications on when he's going to be broadcasting. Guys, have a great day. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you next week on the GLC, okay? Bye. 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 All right. The, the GLC right here in beautiful downtown North Royalton, Ohio. That'll do it for me and for the show. You guys have fun. I'm going to go. I got some chicken wings. I put them in the oven about uh, 1030 this morning. Let them go for an hour and a half. So now they've just been sitting in there just marinating. I'm, 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 I'm salivating right now. All right. GLC for Lunch Punch. Love you guys. Hopefully we'll get uh, Chuck Galetti and Carlita at least back in the studio next Wednesday for our weekly show oh by the way the saturday show real quick i decided we decided not to do the saturday show because right now it's we we did the saturday show because we were all quarantined but now it's getting nice outside it's summertime and listen we're all older we got a lot better things we could be doing on our freaking time than to be sitting here doing a show on a saturday night 9 to 11 p.m so we decided to put it on hiatus until it gets cold again and then we'll revisit we will revisit doing the all-star cafe on saturday nights but right now you still got us on wednesdays at noon once again don't Get the Savage MMG Network. Uh, Gary Lee broadcasting, podcasting dangerous, 6 to 8 p.m. on Thursdays. And just uh, uh, search the Savage MMG Network and you can get all their podcasts as well. Love you guys. See you next Wednesday. Got chicken wings calling my name. Big Daddy! Big Daddy! Come eat me! I'm coming, chicken wings! GLC for Lunch Punch.